0: Dad Gamers, welcome to the Dad Gamers Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Rayhart. That's Flank on Xbox Live, F L A N K K E. You can follow me there. All right, let's dive right in here. Got a lot of things to talk about. First thing is first, uh, the announcement of GTA Remastered Trilogy. Now, this is basically recently announced, and it is Grand Theft Auto 3. San Andreas, and Vice City, but it's going to be remastered for the new consoles out there. So the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. We're going to get uh, it even on the Google Stadio and the Nintendo Switch, but you're unfortunately not going to see this game come out until late 2021. Uh, With Rockstar basically feeding us this little rehash of old school games, this remastered trilogy, if you will, Uh, That means that basically we're not going to see Grand Theft Auto 6 come around any closer. Uh, Rumor and leaks have come out that Grand Theft Auto 5 is also being remastered. And I think that was actually confirmed today. Uh, I'll have to check with my producer on that one. But uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 is also coming out remastered on November 11th. And they're going to add extended plays and extra things... I don't know. It seems to me like the, Rockstar just keeps feeding us the same stuff over and over again, and we keep buying it, and we keep gobbling it up. But if you haven't, if you already have Grand Theft Auto V, why? Why bother? I mean, we've played the game, and if you've played the storyline, it's a great story. I'm not going to down the game by any stretch. This story, the game is amazing. But I don't see why they have to keep cashing in on it. I mean, it, if anything, when they came out with... Uh, Vice City and they came out with uh, expansions and things like that, they did like Liberty City stories and they did all these other ones, why can't we get one of those, even if it's a simple like extra expansion add-on to uh, Grand Theft Auto, instead of getting this online community they keep uh, feeding it into, why not give it just the the regular storyline an extra expansion or uh, a DLC add-on if you will, I don't know. Uh, But again, we'll see it this late 2021 for all those systems. And then, of course, on the PC and mobile in early 2022. So, again, PC and mobile devices will be a little delayed on that one. Uh, In other news, Battlefield 2042 has started their technical test this week. Now, the Battlefield 2042 preview technical test, people that were doing it that were special invite actually only through EA, so if you weren't on the invite list or you're wondering how do I get on the technical test, unfortunately you missed the boat on that one. There will be a regular, I don't want to say dare say open beta, but a more common beta available for everybody else come this September, but that will only be for a short lived romance as the game actually releases the 22nd of October. But be- what I was getting at was, is that this uh, this technical test that had come out this week, there have already been leaked videos. There have already been leaked videos of uh, video, and and EA has been quick, like ninja quick, to pull them down off of the internet. So if you haven't seen it, don't go looking because, by, by, be honest with you, by the time you try to find it, it's probably going to be gone. So we do only have like another month to go before we actually can get into the beta and we'll start seeing a whole bunch of stuff flood on out online once that happens. But Battlefield 2042 does look super promising. It looks, they've always done, I mean, EA has always done really good with the Battlefield series. Let's be honest. Yeah, and, um, I know that most, some of you dads out there are probably big Call of Duty fans and that's fine. Battlefield is not. I don't want to say Battlefield is the other side of the coin, but Battlefield is not like Call of Duty. It's, Call of Duty is meant to be played, in my opinion, uh, as like a lone wolf type series, where it's you're about getting the kills for yourself. And in Battlefield, it's kind of forces you, because of the grand scale of it, to f- play as a team. So I've always preferred Battlefield over any of the other war type games, but to each his own. Um, what else we got here on the on the gauntlet? Oh, speaking of war-type games, uh, Halo Infinite. Dads, listen to this. So we know Halo Infinite will be coming out this holiday season on the Xbox Series X and the Xbox One. But 343 Industries has confirmed, has confirmed, they've been like, yep, this is what we're doing. That there will be no assassination mode. It will be turned off when the game releases. So for dads that play Halo, you know that this may be kind of a big deal if you use that mode, but for other dads that may not play Halo, what, what the assassination mode was, it was another feature in the game where if you snuck up behind another player and had the had your sword or uh, melee attack from behind, it would assassinate that player silently. Like, they didn't even see it coming, it, was led, it leads into a whole animation, and what 343 Industries was finding out was that on a lot of their multiplayer servers and things like that is that in the settings people were just turning that off because I don't they were just finding that it was just taking too much time or it was a cheap move or whatever so what 343 Industries said was like oh well we need to take a step back and we need to take a look at why everybody's turning this off do they feel like it's too much of a cheap move so with that being said let's let's just have it when we launch the game let's just have it be not available right away until we figure out how to make it more of an accessibility tool rather than a cheap maneuver so i mean what do you think dad gamers is this was it a cheap move was uh, the silent assassin part of halo infinite too stealthy should there have been some kind of giveaway could you should it have been able to be blocked that's the question Should there have been a a quick time event or a trigger button that will allow you, as it's happening, to block it and or take half damage if you successfully blocked it? Maybe that's the answer. Maybe, yeah, you get to get the assassin, but it's going to be kind of a tug-of-war situation. Maybe that would have been more interesting. Who knows? Um, Let's see, what else we got? Uh, Oh, speaking of Xbox, let's stay on that topic. So, Xbox is taking a look at other... Social media platforms such as Instagram and TikTok and these Twitter and these type of things. And they're kind of going to take a page out of the TikTok book, which for some of you dad gamers out there, I can already assume that you're rolling your eyes going, what are we doing? Well, the TikTok book that I speak of is basically saying that they want their users to be able to generate their own content. So that's interesting. Um, basically they're saying is is that Xbox is kind of getting into this idea this I, now I'm not officially announcing anything but Xbox is getting into the idea of generating having its players generate their own content and be in able to sell it online possibly? Wait what? Making money off your Xbox? Yeah that's where we're at. So the first game that's going to kind of dive into this a little bit uh, is rumored to be Forza Horizon 5. Now they have an event lab scenario where you'll be able to create your own tracks in your own area in Forza Horizon 5, and then have other players play it, test it, rate it, that type of thing. So who knows? You could be, you could be pretty soon having the ability to create your own tracks on Forza Horizon, or maybe I don't even think of another game, um, or you know your own style cars on Forza Horizon, and then turn around and be able to sell them. On their marketplace, um, and and make money. Who knows? I mean, that would be a, that would be a game changer for Xbox to become this little marketplace app store type thing. But uh, oh, speaking of app stores, let's move right into the next thing. Zoom. So we all know that during the pandemic, there were you, in most places, had to work from home and you had to rely on a Zoom app. The popular Zoom app where people are just video chat or video conferencing. Well, this seems like a little, I dare say, too little too late for Zoom. But they have now officially launched in the Zoom app marketplace, games. That's right. On your Zoom conference conference calls, you're going to be able to play games with other people on Zoom. So in the Zoom app marketplace, right now, they actually offer poker like a, kind of like a high-stakes poker game that can allow up to ten people to play on Zoom at the same time. So if you are still not if you are still not getting together with people and you are trying to keep yourself socially distancing, but you still have poker night, you could actually do it over Zoom, and then you wouldn't even have to worry about the drive home or going to your buddy's house. Uh, two other games that came uh, that I saw pop up on there was one called Heads Up, which is kind of like a charades game. It's kind of like uh kind of like what Ellen did on her show with charades and then another one called Kahoot which is a multiple choice quiz game. So you kind of everybody kind of has to, you know, pick an answer and then you get points based on that answer, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So if you're curious or you're someone who uses the Zoom app for work or anything like that, yeah, send that email out to your work buddies and like say, "Hey, during lunch break, let's play poker. Or who knows, maybe during the next time the boss is ranting at everybody, you guys can just play the quiz. <laughs> Kahoot quiz. Um moving forward. The new movie, Free Guy, just released this week. And I'm a big movie buff myself. And we talk about a lot of movie stuff so on my other podcast, the Ray Heart Rundown. But on on the Dad Gamers here, I have to bring up Free Guy because there were so many easter eggs in the movie that were video game related and i'm going to pick them out and if you have not seen free guy i'm not going to give away any spoilers so let me just say that right now there's not going to be any spoilers given away during this podcast but let me give away at least the easter eggs so that when you do see the movie free guy with ryan reynolds you will be able to spot exactly what i'm talking about okay so at least you do that there's no spoilers here but i'm going to give you the easter egg stuff so you'll it's not that you won't be able to find it but it but it's going to be quick, so need, you can look for it, okay? So here we go. Uh, first right out the gate, Fortnite. Let's be honest, Fortnite is everywhere. Fortnite is the most popular game with every every age group at this point. But the Fortnite Floss Dance is definitely in the game. I'm not going to say, or in the, excuse me, definitely in the movie. I'm not going to say where. You'll probably see it. It's not out of the realm of being able to miss. Everybody knows the silly Fortnite Floss Dance. Uh, The second thing is the Star Wars lightsaber. There is a Star Wars lightsaber somewhere in the film. See if you can pick it out. I I think that one is fairly obvious. But, again, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. Captain America's shield is also there. uh, As well as the gravity gun from Half-Life. So if you remember the game Half-Life and the gravity gun, the ability to pick things up with the gun... Uh, that actually makes a cameo appearance, as well as the gun from Portal. Oh, see now, yeah, yeah, we're di- we're diving into the older games a little bit here, and now you dads are perking up, going, "Wait, what?" Yeah. So in the movie Free Guy, you can spot the gravity gun from Half Life and the Portal gun from the game Portal, as well as, and this one was kind of my favorite, uh, the Mega Buster from Mega Man. Now, these aren't these weapons that he's that are I'm mentioning now is not ones that are just in the background. These are ones that actual from what I understand that Ryan Reynolds actually uses in the, in the movie. So definitely to keep an eye out for the gravity gun, portal gun, and mega man, mega buster. Um, also in the movie free guy, there are a couple of cameos. Now, of course, Ryan Reynolds wouldn't, you know, make a movie unless he had the ability to pull some of his friends along with, for the ride. So you can take a look at a couple surprise cameos are Chris Evans, who played Captain America, Channing Tatum, who I think everybody may know from 21 Jump Street, and then a couple of voice cameos are Hugh Jackman, who will be playing a masked man, asking too many questions, John Krasinski, who plays a silhouetted gamer. Now John Krasinski, for you dads who may or may not know, is um, Jim Halpert from The Office, and Hugh Jackman was, of course, Wolverine. Um, also, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson will play uh, Bank Robber. And Tina Fey from old school SNL is uh, plays the, a mother of a character named Keith. So that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to give away any of the storyline by any stretch of the imagination because I want you dads out there to go see Free Guy. It's in theaters now. It's doing really well. From what I understand, it's hilarious. And it's a must-see, so I'm actually probably going to try my best to get a minute to go see it this weekend. But we'll see. Uh, moving on to from with other voice actors in in video game news, uh, Sonic Two, which is due out April eighth, twenty twenty two, is going to have Idris Elba play the voice of Knuckles. So, Knuckles was, uh, guaranteed, is now you know, solidified in coming to Sonic 2, as well as Tails. If you saw the movie Sonic and you watched after the credits, you saw Tails show up. So, again, Idris Elba is going to be playing Knuckles in Sonic 2. And he has he just finished uh, Suicide Squad on HBO Max. And that was an amazing, amazing movie. I thought it was absolutely brilliant the way they, they filmed that. And... With the storyline, though, for Sonic 2, the only leak, the only little bit of tidbit information that I have is the rumor. And it's a rumor, strong rumor. It's a rumor that it's going to be the storyline from Sonic 3, where Knuckles teams up uh, with uh, Jim Carrey's character. I can't think of it. Um, You guys are going to kill me over this. Dr. Robotnik, wow, that took forever to remember. <laughs> uh, Knuckles teams up with Dr. Robotnik, uh, and they take go to take on Sonic and Tails. So we'll see, but that's just, again, a rumor, a leak. I have no confirmation from any of my sources in Hollywood if that's true or not. If I do get confirmation, <laughs> it'll be on uh, an episode of the Dad Gamers podcast. Alrighty, uh, the last and final thing... I want to talk about is for you dad gamers out there that have kids in grade school and junior high. Now, the biggest the reason why I want to take a moment here and use the rest of this time on the podcast to talk about this is that Nintendo came out with an, a, an explanation of a process to prevent your kids from purchasing games on the Nintendo Switch because they were finding a lot, like a huge amount of um, false charges on the Nintendo switch like where kids have racked up just oodles of credit card debt <laughs> in purchasing games online on the Nintendo switch and parents are freaking out, you know, other dads are going, where why am I why is there1,000 dollars worth of video games on the credit card? And so Nintendo had to come out with a play-by-play on how to basically delete your credit card information from the Nintendo Switch so that they have less problems with kids, especially, I guess, again, I know now, I think it's August now, so a lot of kids are going back to school and the summertime is over, but uh, the biggest influx, I should say, of when kids rack up those unwanted Credit card bills on on video games is been is usually over the summer when they're bored. So, as opposed to having your kids rack up any more charges on your Nintendo Switch, if this has even ever happened, uh, I'm going to give you the play-by-play of what Nintendo says in order to delete your credit card information and some preventative measures you can do. Okay, so from the, here we go. As Nintendo explains it, the process is actually rather simple. For a Nintendo Switch eShop, select Nintendo eShop on the home menu to launch the shop. Then select your Nintendo account with the credit card information that you wish to delete. Uh, You'll see the picture of your icon in the upper right corner to access your account information. And then once that's selected, the name, the last four digits, and expiration of the saved credit card will appear under credit card information. At this point, click delete. If a credit card has not been stored on your account, then that area will actually say not saved. But once you have clicked delete there, you can click delete again to confirm. You have to click it twice. That's the hook there. See a lot of people click delete and then just, okay, you're all set. It's actually you have to click delete again to confirm. Um, you could actually also go on to Nintendo's website. So if you visit their Nintendo, you can visit your Nintendo account website and sign into your Nintendo account. Um, again, click on your account in the upper left corner of the screen, access your account, uh, select the shop menu. Find the last four digits and the expiration date saved there, click delete. Um, but again, you have to confirm. That's, that's, the, that's the hook right here, is that they're finding a lot of people will go to try to delete their credit card information, hit delete, and then turn it off or back out of it or whatever. But there's a second click of delete to confirm taking your credit card off. Uh, one other thing you can do is set up Nintendo e- eShop restrictions. Uh, so Nintendo was really quick to point out that eShop gift cards can be used to make payments uh, because Nintendo doesn't even want your kids to run up unwanted bills. Nintendo doesn't want to, they don't want to argue with you about what, who spent what or where. So they're saying that you can just go out and buy eShop gift cards. You can get those, again, at Target, Walmart, um, Best Buy, Costco, these type of places, carry them. Um, but as Nintendo explains, it's how to set up the eShop restrictions. So you can log into your existing parent or guardian Nintendo account to access the account settings, click on Family Group. Uh, A list of all supervised accounts in the Family Group will appear on the screen. Click the Nintendo account where you want to manage the restrictions. So you click on your child's account. Click each setting you want to adjust. So like spending purchases on Nintendo Switch eShop and the Nintendo website. Check the box to disable purchases and auto-renewal options on the Nintendo Switch and through the online game store, uh, viewing of the content. There's also a check a restrict, check restrict to restrict. Excuse me, check the restriction to restrict the content that can be seen on the Nintendo eShop on the Nintendo Switch. So, content will actually automatically be restricted based on the player's age. So, if you have younger kids, there's already going to be like M games and things like that that are clearly not going to be showing up for the younger players. Um, but again, click save. Uh, changes to confirm the change and these only apply to the switch family of hardware so only only for those accounts the other thing if uh, what Nintendo was finding out is a lot of uh, kids were figuring out the Nintendo account password so if your child has figured out your Nintendo account password in order to override your restriction settings uh, real quick, you can go to Nintendo account website and sign into your account there. Uh, select sign in, security settings, and then edit and change password. Uh, and you have to enter in the current password, clearly the one your kid knows, uh, and then select OK and then enter and confirm a new password. The password, of course, must be at least eight characters long and must include a combination of characters from two of the following categories, letters, numbers, and punctuation. So that means that you'll capitalize the first letter, you'll probably use the number one, and you'll probably use an exclamation point. So the fact that I called that out right now, if that's part of your password, don't use that because your kid will figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) But again, you want to make sure that if you go to the Nintendo account website and sign into your Nintendo account, you select family group. Uh, click on the child's account that you want to update. Click sign in and securities and change the password. You may be prompted to re-enter the guardian or password and click OK. Enter and confirm and you're all set. But one other Nintendo mentioned is uh, children deliberately using their parents' physical credit cards. So this is new. So, <laughs> so aside from you deleting your card from the Nintendo Switch, aside from you adding restrictions to the child's account, aside from you going in and... And changing your password for your account, your Nintendo account, they found that, Nintendo has found that children are deliberately pulling their credit card out of their parents' wallet or and or purse, and uh, (laughs) they might think that, oh, my kid's too young to know how to use a credit card. But guess what? Nintendo has even come out and said, hey, there's literally videos on YouTube that show how to use a credit card, and your kid will watch that and know showing how to shop, showing all kinds of things from any almost any age range. Uh, the biggest uh, problem Nintendo says that this comes from is from grade school and junior high kids. Again, young, young, young kids figuring it out. Uh, so Nintendo's only answer to this is saying, put your credit cards out of the reach of your children or put them somewhere where they're not going to find them, which is, this is crazy. So uh, here's a question I, I pose to you dad gamers out there. Have you ever had a problem? With your kids uh, getting your credit cards and buying stuff online, have you ever had? Have you ever had one of your kids rack up a huge video game bill or uh, purchase things that you were like, "What in the world? Crazy amounts of uh, digital content." Um, I'm always curious. This I, as a father myself, I wish I could. I wish I had a story to say that, oh, you know, my kids did this or my kids did that uh the The closest thing I think I can honestly say is is that uh my kids when they were younger found a way around purchasing things and hadn't found a way a, a, of to be able to change code to get stuff in games and uh, they <laughs> They screwed up a lot of a lot of PC games trying to recode things. So <laughs> that's probably about as bad as it got. But this was again long before you were just purchasing things online and downloading. Um, but if you dad gamers out there have a story that you'd like to share, and you want to tell us about uh, how your kid racked up X amount of dollars, and one that we could possibly uh, read about on uh, here on Dad Gamers podcast, hit us up at uh, Dad Gamers podcast at Gmail. And uh, let us know what your story is. I'd like to share it with everybody. Uh, That'll be it for us here, the Dad Gamers. Again, we're only trying to give you information for on your way into work. So these podcasts are not very long. We appreciate everyone for listening. But go to dadgamerspodcast.com. Make sure you drop your email address in there because we do a monthly card drawing for a $25 Xbox Live card. And um, we got another one coming, another Xbox Live drawing coming up here in another week and a half. So, if you want to try your chance at getting that Xbox Live $25 Xbox Live card, you got to give us your email address. We only pull email. We randomly pull an email address, send you the code, conf- well, confirm that the email address is is you, send you uh, the code if you're a winner, and then of course, if you if your preference is okay, we will announce it on our podcast some people don't want us to and that's fine too but again we have another drawing coming up literally in a week and a half it's going to be happening on the 25th so keep an eye on your emails dad gamers out there because that's the next next the next date of the drawing all right this has been flank on xbox live F L A N K K E. that's also bob rayhart hosting you here at the dad gamers podcast thank you all for listening dads and uh make sure you catch up with us on the dad gamers on xbox live private club you can actually request to join there and uh hopefully we'll have another episode out for you another week or so but definitely in a week and a half with the announcement of the next winner again can't stress enough to go check out dadgamerspodcast.com it's a simple little page with some information Just drop your email address there. That's all you need to do. No, we don't require a name or anything Address? I don't need any of that. Just an email so that I can get you the code directly to you without any hesitation. Thank you all for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye, Dads.